And it's a little story all about how them niggas in Detroit, Michigan get down. Take a little second, listen to this shit. A couple What's up, man? It's your boy Oz. Back in the barbershop again. Motherfuckers in the barbershop. The coolest podcast on the planet so far. Right? So far? Yeah, so far. <laughs> until we're dethroned. Yeah, until until otherwise. I don't think so. We're the coolest motherfucking podcast on the planet. You know, you got your boy Oz here. Uh, fellas. It's your boy Gans. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, um, Twitter at Y-U-N-G-G-A-N-S. Uh, it's nice. You can follow me at Snapchat, be nice underscore Brandon. On Instagram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. Uh, this is Orlando. You can follow me at the Tackler seventeen eleven on Twitter. And and we also got crickets in the background because we do this at a nice calming time at night. You feel me? So ASMR. You feel us? Set the mood. Set the mood. It's nighttime. We right there. We just came in from a long day at work. I want to tell you, you know, want to get you in right. I don't know what mood that's at for y'all, but bugs and shit be making me itch. So I think the sound of that shit. Now we make you itch, <laughs> make your inner thigh itch. Ooh. Hopefully, you don't make our listeners. Hopefully. All right. Oh, all right. So I thought about this earlier this week. We in the barbershop. Before we start our regular show, who is first chair? First chair. Yeah. You I'm mean like chair. who the the ass nigga? <laughs> who the nigga that you know? first chair? <laughs> you first chair, yeah. First chair like the nigga from Keenan when he fucked that nigga shit up and he yeah. clipped his shit in barbershop. Barbershop, niggas don't get there. First chair is the nigga. Well, I'm thinking like first chair like we was in a band. Like first chair is like the best. Nah, he said <laughs> in the barbershop. First the chair means you gets no business. <laughs> I ain't first chair. Nah, you already said Fuzz was a good first chair. Fuzz is the the best first chair. I mean, sometimes you do some yeah, barbershops play it a little differently because one of my old barbershops, the the owner was actually first yeah, chair. Yeah, that's but my yeah. barber is the first that's chair. How, that's how Sarge is a little bit. So Sarge is first and chair. And like that's how Roger is. Well, Roger is not, but technically he's not first chair because you got to nah, go through a lot of rooms. The overall thought of first chair ain't a good thing. You first chair, bro. In my mind, I got a lot of barbershops. Like you said, owner. You went to the second chair and got your shit fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, think no, I, think, I think nobody from that barbershop can cut, man. I just look at your shit and I look at everybody else's shit. They just a group of first chairs. Man, a bunch of first chairs that rock together. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that barbershop, man. Shout out to that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. All right, so so I was just shaking my head, fellas. Who, who would like to start? Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Huh? I'll go first. I'll go. Shout out to the cutoffs. Yeah. Uh, you, you go first. Gaze go first. Rock, paper, scissors. No, Gaze go first. Oh. All right, I'll go first. All right, I'll go first. So, then I'll go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> no, I'm All right, so my shout-out is going to go to uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, moving into the starting lineup, um, he had two touchdowns in the preseason opener. He made some pretty pretty impressive catches, too. Okay, uh, have yourself a like day. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Clap it up for Kenny Galladay. Uh, even though he took, he's going to take my boy, T.J. Jones, uh, spot in the starting lineup. I thought you said, I thought you said Marvin Jones. He <laughs> no. take his spot. I fuck with Marvin Jones too. I don't know, but TJ Jones. I fuck. I've been on the TJ Jones bandwagon. Like, give TJ Jones more playing time. Give him a little bit more looks bandwagon for a while. So that's a little bittersweet. But overall, I'm excited to see some more from him. Um, yeah, and the offense as well. So uh, my shake in my head goes to, and this isn't something that's current event or anything like that, but. Something that I've been noticing on my timeline, Instagram flexors. They've just been getting on my nerves. And one in particular, it's, I'm not going to name drop or anything. We don't name drop in a barbershop. Have we ever, we, we name drop sometimes. Not name drop. <laughs> not no this name time. Drop. Mainly, main rule is no name drop. But uh, 
our generation is just like so infatuated with like impressing people and shit and like you can never live two different lives because of social media these days man you could you could be a nigga on ig make niggas think you sean combs but really you and this bitch sean john <laughs> also shaking my head at the people that buy into the shit because a lot of people are buying into the people oh yeah he really flexing on you like yeah yeah this that because you're looking at his picture and he got likes and shit like no it's not really like that and shaking my head at dudes who are buying all of this expensive shit just to take pictures and shit and get on instagram and get likes and shit for it so shaking my head at you man you, you just looking for attention and shit yeah you know what's better than likes credit shout <laughs> to 444 uh, so get your shit together man all right who, who's going next? Go ahead, Austin. Uh, I'll go next? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give my shout-out to both sides. Because over the weekend, over the week, we've heard, you know, we've heard a lot of people got to see both sides. So I also got to shake my head at both sides because you got to see both sides of every situation, especially when it comes to Nazis and stuff. And they also, uh, Kasana wanted to shout-out. So hey, Kasana. And that's it. That's it for me. Shout-out to Kasana. That's a cancer. <laughs> um, cancer season over. Shout out to I guess my shout-out got to go to... Um, <laughs> The last two episodes of Game of Thrones, uh, the last one leaked, and uh, it was just incredible. So, the last two leaked. The last two leaked. And you watched both the And leaks. I watched both the leaks, and they were like, great. I'm still going to watch them on Sunday. Still have my annual Game of Thrones party, but they were just like epic uh, episodes. Like, they can make a hundred of those, and I'll line up and watch them all. <laughs> so, yeah. Or the leaks. And I know you love these parties. Like, what do they be doing at these Game of Thrones parties? Oh, uh, you know, our, you... our Game of Thrones party be like Mardi Gras, man. So, yeah, I do cosplay. Y'all, we all wear the game shit, too. No, no. Like no I mean, we got, like, shirts and stuff like that, but we don't, we don't like, dress up and stuff. <laughs> Who dress up like a dragon? Um, my, my friend he just act like a dragon, so he just act like, that's that's like, like he's just trying to downplay the that's guys. Like, that's weird. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. But uh, definitely, uh, definitely shout out to Game of Thrones. Shout out to uh, Ballers. Uh, Power was good. So shout out to TV. Also, gotta give a shout out for the NFL preseason. Um, I've been keeping up with them, catching up, going. Um, shout out to Yahoo and the fantasy football. Um, my shaking my head goes to uh, Lifetime Fitness. Um. Really shaking my head go to my boy uh, my boy Justin too, I'll say his name, fuck it. He um he thought he had pool to get everybody in lifetime fitness and he had like no pool and my man's like stuck his checks out and like, Yeah, you can't let nobody in here. <laughs> Not on my watch. It's kinda like bullied him and stuff like that, so Shake my head at uh, Lifetime Fitness. Justin, say his name again. Name oh, J- Justin, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. Shake your head at Lifetime. Shake your head at your man. Essentially, <laughs> Instagram flexing. Yeah, he was flexing. Yeah, he was trying to flex. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's so. a double shake of my head at flexing. Shake my head at, at stop flexing. At flexing. So. RB. Uh, I think for me, I say my my shout out will have to be football being back. You know what I'm saying? We in the, the thick of things right now that first week and coming off the Hall of Fame game. I really don't really mess with it too much, you know what I'm saying? I've never been excited for a Hall of Fame game. They're all kind of terrible to me. The field be fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Just It's a bad look, in my personal opinion. But around week two, we started to get the hang of things. We see the starters out there for an extra drive. So we're getting into the thick of things right now. Shout out to how the Lions offense kind of looked. Like we said, we had the Kenny Galladay uh Shout out previously. Um, I do want to dispute one of the things that Gan said, though. It's up in the air about whether or not he's going to be a starter between him and TJ Jones. But yeah, Jones only like, played like a few snaps. Yeah, like, but they, I'm just saying they're offsetting though. in practice right now. Yeah. So This week he's, he's been in a starting lineup, I think, more than TJ Jones. Yeah, so it's, it's still a battle. It's still up in the air. Uh, we do think that the kiddies going to win out, though, and you know, hopefully prevail and do positive things for us. Uh, I would say my shaking my head, and hopefully this leads us into our first segment, the Conan. 
just it's been a lot of cooning out here, man, between professional players. I will say, though, that I will shout a couple of them out later in the show that have stepped up and I feel like are making some of these things positive. But Jermichael Finley, that's my shaking my head, man. Just coming out saying some 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 crazy things as a black man and trying to dispute the power that players have and the voice that they have and essentially saying that they should be role models by not using their voice, which is just idiotic and doesn't make any sense. And I appreciate his wife who from the looks of things appeared to be Caucasian. I couldn't one hundred percent tell from the picture, but she stepped up and said some things about, you know, being the mother of biracial sons and just feeling somewhat disrespected by her not sure if they're still married, but you know her husband's comments on that stuff. So, well, the white wife already at L. So you already from when you know people like that. I think, and we can just go right into it like that. When athletes are like talking and stuff, we kind of need a process of like, all right, who should say stuff and who shouldn't? Because somebody like Jermichael Finley, I don't even give a fuck about what he has <laughs> to say honestly. And Des Bryant the same part. I don't really care if he don't want to support the flag or no reason, nothing like that, neither. And nobody should. It's like Des Bryant, who cares what he really has to say? He doesn't really say anything anyway. And he didn't even want to talk about it at that point anytime. He was just like, you know what? I, I kind of have no comment on this situation at all. And so when it comes to, like, athletes and having something to say, like, yeah, certain, you know, certain dudes, I feel like certain dudes should be speaking their mind. Because them the only dudes that matter. Like, if we got, say Kenny Galloway was to take a knee, Nobody probably would care. It wouldn't be no outrage. Even to a lesser extent, not that Michael Bennett and niggas is taking these. It's like, all right, they kind of did it after the fact where everybody looked like, is it cool now? All right, they NFL not going to hurt us if we do it. So, like yeah, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like, fuck it, let's take a knee now. Well, <laughs> Kaepernick just did it with no, nobody, no yeah. disregard, no thought into it. Just like, you know, this is my protest. This is what it is. Yeah. And, like, even with, like, players like LeBron and Kevin Durant saying, Brian really didn't say nothing. I love Brian. He didn't really say nothing. He, he, he kind of did, though. No, he didn't. He just said, all right, let's love each other. And ain't nobody out here saying, let's... He put out, like, another tweet where he kind of kind of went at, like, uh, the president. Well, all right, and that's another thing. Who likes Donald Trump? Well, shit. Nobody. Nobody likes Donald Trump. So it's like, to say to say you don't like Donald Trump is to say you like breathing air. Like, don't know. You're not saying shit at that point. I feel like with with the LeBron situation, though, to have somebody of his magnitude, and Kobe Bryant also had, like, a shake in my head little tweet, and he hashtagged the presidency. He didn't really make a broad, uh, uh, a strong enough statement, you know, going at the president. But for people like Dan Gilbert, for instance, uh, Tom Brady, and I'm a Tom Brady fan, for them to, in the past to be supportive of Donald Trump, we do need somebody on the other end that's just as strong being negative towards But this, not this liking stuff. Donald Trump is nothing new. Like Not liking Donald Trump is nothing thought-provoking. It's I, not even like a stance for real. It's just you don't like Donald Trump. We all don't like Donald you're Trump. It's like, yeah, it's like 70%, I mean, yeah. 70% of Americans don't like Donald Trump. Yeah. So it's nothing. Do you saying that? It's just saying some. I, I get what you're saying. No, I just feel like a strong enough my, person. My point say. is saying, like, bringing up the LeBron thing and, and kind of contrary to what you were saying is like, he, him saying it really didn't do it. Like, you were saying you need a credible person to say it, this and that. But even when you got somebody like LeBron, who's like the face of the NBA and damn near the face of sports. You know what I'm saying? Even when he says something, you still got the racist white people like, oh, yeah, stick to basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really don't matter. We live in a racist-ass country. Like, it don't matter who says it. That's yeah. why I thought it was unimportant because it was vague. Like Austin said, yeah. it wasn't. He didn't really see. Like, if you're going to say anything. something, you have to attack that situation. Like, you can't just 
beat around the bush. Like, you're going to come out against it. You got to be full throttle. Like, it has to be almost militant. Like, you know, we don't support this. This is yeah. something we should be against. I'm directly saying that this person is a bad person. He's not supportive of who I feel like he should be supportive of. And I don't feel like anybody's making those type of statements. Even with Colin Kaepernick, he's pushing the borderline as much as he can mm-hmm. without almost being, damn near, I don't want to say assassinated, but he get black. I'm going to disagree with that because, I, I mean, LeBron has made comments before and has said things that Shannon Sharp is just like on fire. Now, Shannon, that's what I, that, Shannon, I and, do agree with you on. And that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody like him, um, he had like his old teammate on there today. Like, they, you know what I'm saying, they went at it. Like, so you got some guys that's educated enough that can speak. But like, somebody like Dez Bryant, he's not educated enough to speak on situations. He got a checkered background. Somebody like 100%. Michael Bennett is, is very educated and knows how to speak and knows how to articulate. So, so I, I can, you know, when he makes a Richard comment, Sherman is and Richard Sherman is well. He's not educated enough. You no, say I'm gonna say that his opinion is no, respectful. No, 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 I'm saying that about Des Bryant. He's not educated I mean, enough. We can, we can come out and make those yeah, statements. Some hey. of these people got to school purely off the okay. athletics, and, and, and they didn't take it seriously. I'm he, being honest about but, that. But him, you saying he's not educated? Maybe he he, he was he educated enough to understand that he didn't have the words to speak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can give him credit on that. He understood that he didn't have the words to speak. He said he had. Even with me, like it's some stuff I don't know. I just say I'm not educated enough to speak on but yeah. he, he's not educated enough but like to speak what Gans say I, he feel like we're not calling him like an idiot or nothing no, no, it's no, just no, like the fact no. that he's not educated on his blackness enough he's hard. ignorant to the yeah. situation that's what I'm saying y'all, y'all, y'all are saying he's not educated throughout school but that no, I'm not, mean, I didn't say not, school That's what I'm he's not educated enough on the, on the topic to speak on that he's not I mean, it could be school. He could not. He could not go through politics. No, bro. He, he talks and like his, no. His just his, his his checker his checker background and some of the comments that he has made. Like if you if if you open up your mouth, you show people how stupid you are. Like you say, I mean, that's just that's just the fact to it. He's, he said, certain, but you can't say that in a sense where you say like you're talking about his articulation. Is I mean, but like you that. can't he say can't that because so. articulation could be based on the topic. So you could speak properly when you're talking about something that you know about. Exactly. But if you didn't learn anything about politics, you won't know how to articulate that yes, situation. Country ass nigga. That's what I'm. Not, but I'm not saying his country, accent. But it, yeah, it, I'm not saying his accent. He's he just not educated politics. enough to talk about that. He don't know. It's certain terminology, certain certain things that you should be able to speak on when you're talking about politics, and he might not know about it. Yeah. He might not not know about bills. He might not know about things that are passed or legislation, any of these. That's what I'm saying. Not that he doesn't just know how to say words. Yeah, that's just the fact that, like, like we went to India. We know about, you know, legislation. We know about how bills get passed. We know about a lot of those. He might not know none of that stuff. He just might just be voting, like, okay, they want to talk about racism or they want to talk about this. But it might be actualized. A lot of people don't know about legislation. It's not just him. But it's a lot of people didn't study politics. They don't know any of this stuff. So I feel like that's more so the articulation. It's just terminology and actual things that's going on with the like either party. He might not know that stuff to specifics to speak on it properly. Yeah. So like I'm saying, at a certain point, the athletes that we do want speaking, we want certain athletes speaking up for us and for the cause. Everybody who's on the team is not a leader. But the ones that we do identify as leaders and have kind of the, not the background, but like the backbone of what we like should be looking for should be the ones speaking. Like, like LeBron, he should speak out. Kevin Durant should speak out. And now it should also be other leaders within that organization. We'd like to hear it from Steph. We'd like to hear from Tom Brady. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady took a knee, it, it'd go into a whole nother realm than what it is right now. Also feel like if Brian would've won a championship and he would've been like, this for this for 
uh, Trayvon Martin, something like that. That probably would have fucked everything up too. It's situations like that that can alter stuff. But athletes always keep the keep it in the gray area for real. I, feel like I don't, I don't think it's also the demographic of the two sports though. Like if it's it's from a money standpoint, like the NFL can't afford to lose their white racist because a lot of a lot of you know fans that watch the NFL, it's a predominantly white fan based sport. The NBA, everybody in the league that's watching this, the NBA fans are, are that are watching the league are predominantly black. So if they have a stand, it's like, all right, for sure, wear y'all Black Lives Matter shirts to the thing because it's going to boost our ratings. Uh, and I don't the, know and the that's Yeah, that's what I'm true. saying. I don't know about no, that. No, no. You look, at, you look at most of them games, it's mostly white people in the crowd. The, 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 the I NBA feel like is, regardless, yeah. the people who spend money is white. Exactly, I got for both sports. Yeah, you can from a, from a but as far as just fans, people watching, I think that it's black people love football too. Like, I don't yeah. think but it's more so difference. you you guys can one hundred percent agree that more white people watch football as opposed to basketball. Okay, but you can 100%. say that, but the league is seventy percent black. No, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm just saying, like, so if. And my thing is, if you're going to watch the sport, you got to understand the players that's playing in the sport. you got to understand their background. And I think that's the problem. The NFL, NFL was losing money regardless if anybody took a knee or anything because it's, they're, they're making bad business moves and stuff like that. So you can't be looking like, well, let's not offend this. Let's not try to like offend this uh, this segment of the, the crowd and like forget about this one. No, black yeah. people buy games and go to games yeah, too. And that's like, and and on, on the too. flip side, it's like, wow, y'all think they so racist that they not going to watch football no more. That means y'all don't give a fuck about me as a fan. Exactly. And it's like... Yeah, and it's the multitude. Yeah, but it's like... In the streets. Yeah, the multitude. But it's like if, a, if enough people... I can honestly say fans would not give a fuck. Fans didn't give a fuck last year when Colin Kaepernick took a knee for real. Nobody. He had no. the number one selling jersey. Nobody took a knee. Nobody stopped going to 49ers games. Nobody stopped watching football. Everything was all talk. It yeah. was all dispute. It was all we like, don't like this. Get them out of here. Like it was back it's more emails. A, it's, it's more of a thing. It's like, okay, our white fans are outraged. Like they're saying he's disrespecting the country. He's dis- disrespecting the army. He's disrespecting what we stand for. But they, but, they didn't listen to anything only, he said. But only 7% of people stopped watching football for I that. I think that stuff is more PR. It's like, for instance, but, with the Ray Rice situation. Why would we, if you're, you know what I'm saying, if you're not a superstar, why would we take this issue on? Because it's a possibility but, that somebody might not come to our game. But see, the thing but is, it actually but the thing is, national news. But the thing is, even with Ray it Rice, that, nobody cared. if it Ray Rice said anywhere. that video would have never dropped, people would have still went to Ravens games. Exactly. In fact, if the Ravens wouldn't have handled it as poorly as they did, people would have still went to Ravens exactly. games. People was backing people up Ray did. Rice and Autumn at the order, and Ray Rice should honestly still be in the league as set an example for people like Ezekiel it's Elliott. It's only truthfully a minority of people who really had an issue with the situation after he came out apologized. I mean, this really was protesting. It wasn't as much of an outrage as people made it seem. Yeah. It's just the fact that sure. why would you want this situation as bad press? Yeah. It's that possibility. And that exactly. bad press, but that's, that's that bad press, my, really. That's my point, though. That's, that's what I'm Saying. But that's a slim it's possibility. Bad. It wasn't the whole nation. No, it wasn't a slim possibility. It was on national news everywhere. It wasn't I mean, it's a lot of stuff that's on national just, news no, that's not I'm actually is, overwhelming. But, but what I'm saying is, this is not. This is sports that was on national news, not just ESPN. This was making. Okay, Fox, but the Fox same thing. Like, same thing when Michael Vick went through his thing, and there was people protesting. He got protest. He got his second chance, and he was still able yeah, to sell. Nobody missed his no. jersey. Still was number one. Like it, it's still gonna be a segment of people who don't care about all that. Yeah. Even when Ray Lewis went through his thing, and he was kind of cooning, and that's one of my favorite players ever. But he was cooning a few weeks ago. He had a murder trial and stuff like that. Ray Lewis has been showing signs of that though for I think, a couple years. I think now. people yeah. are overestimating how not how racist people can be, but how much the NFL cares. 
cares about how racist people are. Cause like they, they really, the it's like they really don't care. Like the whole time, I feel like Colin Kaepernick, even if he do cross like a a big press story, that will only be for a day. In fact, the only reason it's even still a story is because he's not signed. If we would, if he was signed to a team, we would not have nothing to talk about. Bro, but I'm, what I'm saying is, and not even from a racist standpoint. Like you keep going back to racist. I'm saying white people, like their demographic. This is their money. The NFL has camo jerseys. Like they they directly support the troops. They have troops games. They have troops fundraisers. This that. Him, him taking a stand against the flag. They look at it as, okay, wait. You're not just protesting the flag and Black Lives Matter. You're directly going at our funds. Like this is. Let, what me, we let me tell you how much how much the NFL care about the army. They had the army pay them for them people to come out there and hold the flag out. Yeah, they get paid. So for they are stuff. hypocrites if, if that's the way they feel. All that stuff. They, 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 it's all business. Paying them. It's yeah. business. That's I'm saying, I'm saying business. the army paid them for stuff like they that. They paid them for stuff. And like, like but Colin Kaepernick. What, what does it have to do with? What does it have to do with? This is what. Veterans, they watch. A lot of veterans play football. A lot of veterans. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I don't even know well, if the outstanding cry is from a lot of. I haven't heard a lot of uh, viewpoints from actual veterans. I have. Yeah. I have. And, but, and then I've, I've seen people. people I've seen the hashtag veterans, uh, veterans for Kaepernick. It was yeah, people on Kaepernick's side because like, this is what they fight it is, for. They fight right. for this. Right. Right. And it's a lot of black people in the army. I had a, like an hour long debate with a veteran about Colin Kaepernick. They, they don't like it. Like I don't see how y'all are saying like y'all didn't see this. Listen, everywhere. honestly, oh, but it's a lot of it's a lot of I think, I think, it's, it's, a lot I think of it's more bitters that, that that don't care because it was like what you got to say about history. It's a lot of blacks that fought in the war and came back and got treated like shit when they got back here. Yeah, they what couldn't they couldn't even eat at the same restaurant. And they serving and they fighting. But so it's just what the flag means to them is different than what the flag means to other people. Yeah, and then you and got so, these people, the same people in, if, in if Virginia, repping the flag on yeah, some racist shit, flag. and you don't see no, <laughs> you don't see no, no yeah, why the army not mad and shit like that? They stand, Kaepernick stand for a flag, he stand for a flag, and now they could not about disagreeing it. with Kyle, yeah. what he did at all. But I'm, I'm saying from a standpoint of the NFL, they they look at him as a threat to their business, not not as a threat to like, you know what I'm saying, like. You gonna piss racist people off? But, it's from a business standpoint. But is he? Because people still went to 49ers. I'm now. not saying people it, still watch football. His jersey was number one. It's like, it, is it, he it, really a, yeah. a, a, a like? I feel like he should. If anything, not sign him is more hurt for his business. If all of us are just, I mean, right now the Ravens do look like a bad organization for how that they handled the situation. And it's too yeah, with the right Ravens. Yeah, so it's too tough. Look at them now, like, hey, you awesome. Even the people that might be on. The, the friends of this is kind of, you know, pushing it too much with the American flag. It still looks bad, you know, because y'all didn't give him a job and y'all came out and made all this other stuff. Then you go hire somebody who wasn't even playing football. They ain't talking about the It's like Jay Cutler talking about he out of shape, you know what I'm saying? He ain't played football in summer. He was already signed on to be an announcer. He was already past football in his yeah. mind. Why would you sign him? Yeah. When you got somebody We're who logical thinking had people. a QB already was higher than anybody in this room, room. though. This is us four in this room. You got to think. It's, it's both sides of the game. Yeah, it's both sides. It's both sides of the game. Yeah. Like I think that media we're, just we're portrays like, stuff in, in a certain way. And in, 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 in an even an even more point to what I'm saying is we're a minority in this country. Us black people, we're a minority to these sports. We're a minority. We're more specifically football is what I'm saying. We're a minority to the football sports. I mean football. Uh, you know. So in return, are you saying that the, the essentially the people that were in Charlottesville over the past couple of weeks are a majority? Or are they not a minority too? 
the the people in Charlottesville that are protesting, yeah. the people that are like the what the like neo-Nazis, the neo-Nazis and and the no, white supremacists, they're majority or minority. No, they're a minority. They're a minority group. They're like, like right, that's what I'm saying. But so why doesn't it balance but, out? And that's the majority of the people mean? who don't like Colin Kaepernick, right? That's a little minority, right? A little minority of people. That was my whole argument as far you know as the saying? outcry. It's not just the racist part of it, bro. That's not that's that's. Y'all, y'all keep pointing back to the racist part of it. I understand. That was a good point. I feel like that's the only issue. It's not just a racist but thing. I feel that's, like that's, my, the, that's my point I keep coming back to. It's the it's the business side of it. But that's the that's the inner part of the business. Yeah, the they business feel like people, tied into they feel the like the people issues. are so racist that they can't watch people take knees during football games. Because they find offensive. No, but if Aaron Rodgers was to do it, then it would be no problem. That's not what it is, bro. Because if if it was that people were so racist, it would be the same thing with the NBA. But the Listen, people people the, in the NBA wear Black Lives Matter t shirts, they they do all the same shit. They protest, but it's a different demographic in the NBA. They're they're catering to black people in the NBA. They're not catering to white people in the NBA. All right, this is this this is my thing, and this is where I feel like that that um and the NBA also doesn't have like troops days and shit yeah. like you know what I'm saying well, they, they do. have they, they do have support of the, the, the army. I think the only issue, and this is where the key component of what we kind of been saying in disagreement to what you've been saying, it's not the demographic of the fans; it's the owners who are racist. Yeah, in the NBA. exactly. It's not the fans. The difference is the ownership in the NBA in comparison to the. It's more. It's, it's more racist owners in the NBA too, though. Nah, but I think not it's a minority deal, in that situation. The majority, exactly. all of the main top, you know, outside of a couple of people, these are old like. Like, you know, very old past. Well, how many racist scandals have you had with NFL owners as opposed to the NBA? Though? I can name two off the top of my head in the NBA. NBA for sure got owners be racist because they be old. I, I just feel like it's, it's they're more accepting in this situation. We've seen a lot more black people get into higher higher power in the, in the exactly. NBA than oh, NFL. Oh, you don't oh, see oh, it. Tough. That's why we had like such the a uproar with, with, with the what was that? Was that 06? That's what I'm was saying. Was that 06 bro. when the, the Bears and Colts went to the Super Bowl and we yeah. had two black coaches? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you can yeah. see more prominently in the NBA. NBA. Right? No, I said that was in the NFL when they had what? two black coaches in the Super Bowl. And Tony Dungy and Lovey Smith. Yeah, but that was a big deal though. Yeah, that's because it's more racist in the NFL. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The NFL. No, you gotta it understand. wasn't because it was more racist because you don't bro, see as many me, black faces in, listen, the, in, listen, the, in, the, in the head listen, coach position. Listen, listen, man. In the 19... You exactly. see a lot of head coaches I don't, I don't in the like NBA. That's I don't what I'm do. saying. That's what because I'm saying. Because because the ownership is less racist. That's why you don't yes, see. Bro. You the see, NBA. it's about to be. It's a female coach in the NBA. Of course, they're more accepting of stuff. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Let, but that's what I said in the first place, though. No, but listen, the NFL. You said the demographics. Wait, We're no. talking about the actual business. The what, you got, what you got the to say? Listen, within the NBA, the fans, everything is more so catered towards black people. Than listen, than listen. The like I said, There's in the 19 in the 1940s and 50s, the owners had made a, a, the agreement not to have black players in the NFL. They had an agreement, like later on, not to really have black. Co- it, it's been a and struggle. And at the same time, there was the black NFL. players being drafted into the NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been a struggle in the NFL all this time. Like, there's no reason for your lead to be 70 percent black, and the coaching is 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 majority white. The front office is majority white, and there's no minority leadership and ownership. And then you at even all. look at the main position. They always try to change black people. What is the leader of the team? Quarterback. They try to change black quarterbacks to other positions. They yeah. don't want us all to the, power the in that stuff. They don't think it's going But I don't I feel like that's becoming the fans, though. That's ownership. I don't think that hurts the business. Yeah, It's 100%. It's not because of the fans. No. It's... But once again, I'm coming back to my point. It's 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 white. It's y'all are making my point. White faces in the league. We can't make the white people man. More white people support the flag than black people. Black people don't even fuck about the flag. 
don't think it's that. Wait, no, you don't think it's that, bro? I think it's them white, the specific no, white people who own the team. This, this is the problem that. I think that's going on. Nobody is talking about why he took the knee. Everybody just talking yeah. about what the flag meant. Right. They're not talking about him talking about the uh, the, the, the protest against police. They're not, they not bringing that up. All they talk about is, oh, this is what the flag means to me, and this is what it means to me. But I'm saying, they no. don't even know the history. Like, the, the uh, National Anthem had racist lyrics in it yeah. before they took it out. Yeah. Hey, look, that's what I'm saying. If from the business point of view, nobody is not watching the NFL because he's taking a knee. I agree. Nobody is. It's no dip in. They're not losing money because he's taking a knee. And that's not a. From the business point of view, him taking a knee could be. It's like, all right, now we're bringing in more black fans. Because NFL is trying to expand. They got games in Mexico. They got games in England. They're trying to get more fans. Yeah. They're not just trying to cater. All right, let's keep it all white in America. They're trying to get out of here. Because the NBA is global. Because the NBA is global, and it makes, it makes a lot of money. They players make a lot of money. So from a business point of view, it's not like, oh, man, if Kaepernick do this, he he really shutting down the whole industry. He's not. Nobody's stopping watching football because of Kaepernick. It's, it's not that they're stopping watching it. It's the fact that you're a threat towards them stopping watching. But they're not stopping. But you, we, this was last like, season. Like, like, this is the last season. They're trying to stop him. That's why they took him out of the league. That's why they're not going to let him in this season. But they wanted to happen. That shit but look, disagrees but look and, and, and him not taking, him taking people out of the league, if that would be stopping black people from watching, no white people stop watching but, football. No, if it's just the ownership, though, be nice. If it's just the ownership, you think the owners feel that strongly. Yes. No, no, no. You, you think the owners feel that strongly to the point where Colin Kaepernick is not going to be allowed to play in the league because they think yes, that, yes, If you think that the the owners are saying this and it's not the fans that are that are that are coming, hold on, bro. You you y'all fuck. I, this is not what I'm saying. I think the white people. I think that they're indifferent. They don't care enough to be like, yeah, we want them in. But the race they're like, yeah, fuck them. Get them out of here. I'm gonna get two examples. When Ray Rice hit the woman. The women were still coming to games. They didn't change that. To another aspect, when Donald Trump said, but they got but, but they got rid of him. But if he, because the Ravens handled that poorly, they had his wife apologize and all types of bad shit like that. When Donald Trump said, "Grab a bitch by the pussy," he still became president. Anywhere else, he would have not been able to get a job anywhere else. But, but he's still in the process of being impeached. But but he's but I'm saying he he still became the president in the process. Nobody really cares about that stuff in the grand scheme of things. They say they do. They make a noise about like they do. Like like everybody tried to make the excuse. Kaepernick couldn't throw. We found out he could. We found out he threw sixteen to four. With terrible talent. Yeah, terrible. And so it's like it's they make all these excuses, and that's one of the excuses that they're making is that the fans don't want to see him on the field, but really they don't it's care. The, it's the ownership, the- bro. It's the ownership. They they kind of all made an agreement like we're not going to sign them. They think they're bad. Let me tell you why the NFL rates was low. So no, no. Okay, go ahead. I, I remember my point now. Okay, my point was you think that the ownership is that bad to the point they care so much about the fans. Like it's we're not going to sign Kaepernick. We know everybody knows they got the they got the stats. They got we're willing to. Not pick him up like, for instance, you said they signed Jay Cutler over him. Like, what the fuck? We're not gonna sign Jay Cutler because we know that the fans care about that. It's not that we're gonna purposely sign Jay Cutler because what the fuck? Why would they sign Jay Cutler over him? It's not. It's not that they care that much. Like, we're just thinking logically. I mean, just think about business, bro. Think about how many black people get hired in off of the the quota that you have to have a certain amount of, of minorities in there. You think they really want to hire those people? If it's a racist person at the top, that really wants to hire those people. 
Rather, because you know why they get hired in because it's a quota because it was an outcry about that. It's not an outcry about Colin Kaepernick being in the league. Nobody really cares enough to vouch for him. But they want to see him, in there. bro. That's where that's where we just don't have to disagree. It, not enough, and I think it's, it's like, just us. And we talk about this. Like, no, no, no. I, mean, no, I support Colin Kaepernick. No, but what I'm saying is, it, it's, it's not enough players. There's only a handful of players that came out and said he needed to be in the league. It's not enough players saying that he should be in the NFL. Yeah. And that's it's what's not enough is. players that's doing the same thing. You only see like Malcolm Jenkins putting his fist up, and then it's a putting his arm around him. It's not enough people yeah. supporting his call. Exactly. And Skip Bayless said the other day, they, players need to unite and say, look, we want him in our league. All and right. that's not happening. No, finish up, finish up. We make yeah. the last statement. Be, okay, who's going to make the last? I'm just saying, finish up, finish up everything y'all about to say so we can just, you know. Oh, yeah, the reason why the NFL ratings were low last year, terrible lineup, horrible Thursday night football games. They oversaturated the market with too many games. That's the reason why I think no you can't have Thursday. No Thursday you can't have Tennessee and no flexible Sunday playing. night schedules. Too. Scheduling was bad. They didn't have, like you said, didn't have the possibility of flexibility with the scheduling. Uh, we saw a lot of major injuries that caused yeah. teams to be worse than what they really should have been. It was some crazy penalties and stuff that cost people some games. So it just was some bad officiating, bad coaching. There's a lot of issues that caused the race to go down where teams, people who saw teams underachieving, they didn't want to be a part of. I'm gonna say the Monday Night Football I'm a, awful matchups. I'm gonna just finish just saying this, referring back to my other point. These these owners don't care that much. Like uh, they don't they don't care that much about like how do I want to say this? They don't care too much about racist people like caring about Colin Kaepernick being. I mean, no, no, let me stop They do. They do. They do. What they're saying. What they're saying is they they. They don't want Colin Kaepernick on their team because of these people are going to be bringing bad. I mean, they're, they're, these people are going to feel some type of way about Colin Kaepernick being on their team. All right, so this I'm gonna say it's this bad press. I've heard several. Owners, I'm gonna say this. I've it's heard, not bad press because he do a lot of charitable work. Charitable work, like in the community, he do he do a lot more than is is bad press having Ezekiel Elliott in the football team. So that's, I'm not saying it's bad press in my mind. It's but no, it's bad press. They said it. No, they said it. No, because they're, but he they're but bitch. they're but they're lying because that's an excuse. He does a lot of good things that are not bad press. When you got Ezekiel Elliott beating his girlfriend and grabbing bitches on the titty, that's bad press, and they have nothing to say about that so they might have a misconception of what bad press really is it's an excuse but I the think owners, it's all just a lot the owners is doing this because they want to put they want to send a message for one they want to put people right. in their place right and they want, they want they really want to tell people to stick to sports like this is what yeah. y'all do this is your job and they want to be able to control people like that and they make up these excuses and, and fallacies like this to try to try to collude people's minds and saying oh man this is this is why they don't want to sign Kaepernick like this has got to be a reason when the, when the real reason is they just don't want him on their team because they're kind of yeah, and it's to put a cap on cap. You don't if if they felt like all right, we just allow him to run freely and do what he wants. Then we would see a lot more people confident and kneeling. And it's because it's a lot of black people are suppressing that right now. Like Dad said, that I got a family to feed. Yeah. They see him get blackballed, and that's what the message is. All right, we gonna we gonna put this 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 dude in his place, and nobody else gonna do this. And that's all it is. It's not about the but fans. You think, but you think the reason that they're done? It's not, the I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we just gonna have to agree to disagree on this because. But did you say that it's because you think it's because of I think it's the hierarchy, yes. I think it's that's who the people is racist because they're the people in power. They don't have to listen to the fans. Those people, they, they don't they have don't, that much power in that situation. It's a minority. Yeah. Fans are stupid anyway. And then to another point, the NBA is also not as liberal as everybody think they are because they did get my nigga uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Ralph that was a long time ago, and Chris Hodges all about the That league. was a long time ago, though. Man, I was like, that was, that was like 20 years ago. That's a long time. That was under, We're 20 years ago. They got them niggas. Exactly. They got them niggas. So you haven't seen a new situation with Adam Silver? Yeah, that's what David Stern was. He is in a different. David Stern is way different. Adam Silver way better. We're not saying that the whole NBA in general is right now. David Stern, let 
let me I'm tell saying, you let's not be so open. Like the NBA is some godly place where people can express their mind. They get them niggas up out of there too. wasn't liberal at all. He wasn't liberal at all. Yeah, I'm saying. He told people, hey, don't get tattoos. Don't get that. That's why he didn't get out of there. Exactly. We see all these issues change on the Adam Show. It's a new place. That's why we need to get Roger. We think so right now. It could get. Let somebody stand up for what they believe in. They do that in They do that. They do that everywhere because the owners, bro. All right, so now we got our boy Hostradamus with us because y'all know it's football season. I know we start off in a heated racial debate, but that's football season. Football season, get all your your, your prejudices out and all your the racial tension. It's, just, it's You can smell it in the air when it's football season, you know what I'm saying? So now we got Haas here with us, talk a little fancy football with us. Uh, to get us right, man, get us right for all, get y'all right, really, for all your fancy football uh, times and shit. So what's good, Haas? Thank you for having me. Oh, man. Welcome it's back. A... Welcome back, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be here. Shorty low. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to start this conversation. Um, I definitely want to start it. I want to know if you guys had the first pick. Any player in the NFL, number one pick. Who would you grab? Well, let me let me start right this. If we're doing like a, a PPR league, if we're doing one of the Haas high ass defense scoring leagues, right? Where every like points are just unbelievable. I'm going David Johnson this year at number one. Mm. He caught That's, uh, eighty balls, thirteen hundred yards. I I gotta go with him. That's as soon as they come. His second second pick though it'd probably be Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell depending on but yeah those those are my top two. Thanks, hmm. Let me see. Interesting. That's very, very interesting. Very interesting. All right, so I just go. I go next. Yeah, go ahead. So if I had to pick with my first pick, I would probably I had to probably go Old Faithful Odell. I had to go with the Odell Beckham Jr. first pick, and with second pick. I might shock the world with this one, man. Okay. But I'd have, probably have to go. Uh, ooh, I want to go quarterback. So he meant our first pick in and the our second pick, or literally the first and second pick. Our first pick and our second pick. Well, like who right, would you right. Yeah. So how would you get Antonio Brown? Which mean, if I had the first pick, I would get. Well, it's a, if, I had, if I had second pick, you, I would yeah. get Antonio Brown. That's what I'm asking. Right. So yeah. he want our first and second. I meant second. If you had the no, first no, choice, second pick, like if you, you had, had the first, first, first choice, choice. Like, okay, yeah. would you pick? If you yeah, had the second pick? choice, Lando act like he ain't know what I was saying. No, no, I understand. Go ahead. I, I would go Darren McFadden. This is his oh, year. See, come on, man. This is year. Stop it, bro. Huh? Stop it. You're not fucking serious about Darren McFadden. All right, look, you gonna leave it at that. I love, I love Darren McFadden. But you cannot go. Yeah. This is breakout. If Ezekiel is suspended six games, bro. Six games and they do a back by committee, man. Don't pick no Darren so, McFadden. You think Alfred Morris? Games, Darren McFadden only gonna play three of them. Yeah, he get but hurt. Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris is the second option. Alfred Morris yeah. has some good times. That's what I'm saying, bro. If, it's, if, it's, if the holes open up, anybody that, can run. I feel like exactly behind that line. I bro. feel like I gotta go Darren McFadden. Darren McFadden hurt his elbow dropping his cell phone, man. This is breakout. <laughs> but it is. It, they're a good offensive line, and I and I get it. 
but they are his better running back. Yes, man. Similar offensive lines. <laughs> and I'm not banking a first or a second round pick on a sixth game. You don't know what you're going to get. He only going to play three of them games. Yeah. Maximum. That's going to be a good three. Be nice. Go, go with your pick, man. <laughs> uh, I think if I had the number one pick, I'm picking Le'Veon. And number two, uh, I'd pick Julio. Oh, Julio Holmes. I like this guy. Anybody I like say Antonio? I will go Antonio first. That's yeah, Antonio. I, I, I like this guy. I'm going to go Antonio first. Uh, if I had second, and if he was still there, I would go Le'Veon. Mm. Okay, well, Hoss, who, who are you picking? Steeler heavy. Steeler heavy. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to stretch on this one. I'm going to stretch on this one. The David, the David, that boy out of Arizona, he's the obvious pick. I, I, from a workload and from Carson Palmer's arm, just dug him out at the end of the year every year. Don't matter if you sit him, don't matter if he ices, don't matter about anything. He's going to suck after week 14. My stretch, my first pick is probably going to be Julio Jones. Mm. My second pick is going to be Marshawn Lynch. Oh, man. All right, now, stop it. All right. Go ahead. Hold on. Now hold on. He probably would go with Marshawn Lynch. Now I want to redo my Dermot Fan. My first pick, my second pick, probably be Dalvin Cook. Okay. And that's serious. That's a, ah, serious. That's a respect. That's a respect. That's a respect because yeah. I forgot that was going to be my surprise. But Dalvin Cook, I feel like the Vikings they can get it out for him, and then probably Leonard probably be next, or uh, I probably even go AP in the Saints offense. I feel like he might no. get AP. No. Uh, yes. No. You ain't getting no. no. This, is, this conversation is going great. I'm gonna tell you why AP is not gonna be a good pick because like anytime they go to the red zone, they hand it off to that John Coon for some. Listen, I had Mark Ingram in two leagues, two leagues last year. He did absolutely nothing. They kept giving the ball in the red zone to John Kuhn for some reason. White people have no problem with John Kuhn. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees, Drew Brees is super pass happy. He changes those plays in a heartbeat, man. He's like Willie Beam. Here, son, he don't like. He's spreading that ball out. So I, see, I don't know about that. All right, so look, uh, uh, we gonna get back to that. Cool. I was just reading an article earlier about how we say so many quarterbacks suck and stuff like that. I feel, they was feeling like because. Not just trying to blame the college spread, but nowadays they're trying to get quarterbacks to read, read offenses as like on the go at the snap. Run your sets. It's like it's like just run your sets, and also like all the great quarterbacks pretty much audible from what they see a defense give them, and then change it, and then pretty much had an idea who they're gonna throw it to right. based on that. So a lot of times like quarterbacks get caught in like the quarterback coach they got, which sounded like read through the offense and not and they, you got too many options yeah and it's like it's like you only got like three seconds to be like okay the safety and then you just throw a pick so right, right. maybe that's why some yeah, of you should probably just check down anyways because the play probably sucked yeah the play probably did and your, your right <laughs> guard and got blew up alright so Haas who are some people in fantasy we need to stay away from that's a strong statement right that's there that's some statement stay away. I mean, cause I was gonna ask Lando this but I think Haas got it I was not expecting Gein to the Yang over here. Yeah. I'm going to just go right out the gate at Orlando's neck. I think 100% you stay away from anyone on Tampa Bay. <laughs> Are you serious, man? You stay away from Mike Evans? Mike, okay. I'll give you Mike Evans. Wait, I was going to say OJ Howard. I think you stay away from Doug Martin and Jameis Winston. Ooh. Of course you stay away from Doug Martin because he's just like damn the chopping block. He, he is a roller coaster. He, he is gets, good one game. He is bad the next. Yeah, hurt the next one. I can't deal with the, I can't deal with the Cedar Point ride with him. Okay, <laughs> tell me why you should stay away from anybody in Tampa. Like, I, I don't get that. A, because you think that they're going to do well. And I think they're going to finish. 
Okay, so but, we so stay I'm away from because Lando kind of likes him. And, and the moves that they made, A, I know he's your favorite guy in the world, Mr. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I love Deshaun. I know you love that guy, but I just think, you know, he's he's just going to – I don't see him staying healthy past week five. He's always battling these wimpy injuries, you know, and it's – I'm just not sold on him, you know, and I don't even think he did that well in Washington. And yeah, me and Haas got a lot of similarities, man. He did. Yeah, yeah I definitely do. Got, and I, I'm going to disagree with y'all, like, because now he's playing in Tampa Bay. He's playing in warm weather. He's from California. I think this is going to work out perfect for him. He's still probably the fastest receiver in the league. He can get behind anybody, and he still make those explosive plays. I think he's a late-round pick. Like, I, I don't think you should stay away from him. My player, I think you should stay away from it's Sammy Watkins now that he with uh, L.A. Oh, yeah. You stay away from any receiver on L.A. On yeah. screens. Of course. Yeah. You stay away from any anybody, any receiver at L.A. I don't think that's really much of a hot take, though. I think we need something better than that, Lando. You say you want something better I than that? I think we need something better than that. Yeah, we need something better than that. Man, it's kind of tough, man. We need a hot take. You said a hot take? I need, a hot, I need something that's going to shock people. Yeah. I need something that's going to This is an early rounder, possibly, that if you can get away from, get away from. You know who I'm going to get away from? Go ahead. Devontae Freeman. I'm getting away from him. I don't know about that, Austin. I'm staying away. The Falcons, I, I ain't try. I'm not all in on the Falcons this year. I didn't say I was all in, but I think that moneymakers being Devontae. Yeah, Julio, yeah, yeah. I don't know do about that. He's going to catch a lot of balls out the backfield. Hey. I'm not saying the team's successful. Them two are still. They, they, I, Julio, I'm all behind. Yeah, them two, but I think. Devontae, I feel makers. like that's a fantasy stay away. We just going. This something with the we just. That's a hot take. You know what I'm saying? I don't, see, I don't know. What, I need a, a background of why you're saying this. You think man. it's because they it's went the to the Falcons, Super Bowl? man. They just. And, I see. I look on the Dan Quinn clock and say now. Every yeah, but that's like saying stay away from Matt Ryan, which I think we all can agree on. You know what? No way. No way. Stay away from Matt Ryan? No way. Mr. Matty Ice is not the same. Scat backs don't last long. Small running backs don't last long. Mm. And you know that. Amir Abdullah. All the little running backs eventually go out out with big injuries. Darren Sproles. I don't... He's explosive, but with Matty Ice on the field, they always have a chance. They can replace a running back for this sure. This is true, I'm and they already got the replacement on the team. And uh, Wait, they just they just, Coleman, no, so. they just cash yeah. they just cash Devontae Freeman out. You think they're not going to get their money? They're going to try to get their money's worth. Yeah, they but, just cash them out. But it's the cash and curse, man. All that money on your hip, and you end up getting with a hip injury, dog. You nah, just, I don't think, pray no injury on nobody. People just yeah. don't care no more after they get their money. And once you get your guarantee, it's like I ain't got to go hard no more. I'm yeah. getting but all he still probably going to go hard. Yeah, he got the wheel. Play, but we saw CJ2K got his paper and then he was like, hey, that, so was, that was a long time person to stay away from CJ2K. He, I'm chilling. Yeah, he was chilling hard on the boulevard. Yeah, you should see that big ass smile. Yeah. Also, stay away from everybody on the Jets. I feel like nobody, I feel like that's common knowledge. Who on the Jets? I know. I, I could <laughs> Lucky say, <whitehead. laughs> you, you know who I'm probably, I want to stay away from, even though every year I try and trade for him? Brandon LaShawn McCoy. Ooh, hey, guy, no, I was going to say that. This boy, year might be the 30-year-old no. LaShawn McCoy hey, stay away from him. Y'all better, y'all better stop tripping on my man. Honestly, <laughs> they got the best O-line in the, in the trade, the second best O-line in the league. Y'all tripping, and they going to be running that ball. They going to be running y'all that ball because they just trade away all their receivers. I told Haas that, look, <laughs> last year Haas didn't, didn't believe me. LaShawn McCoy came out the gates balling, man. I, yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't he did. Know. But as soon as the cold hit, he disappeared. 
Nah, man, they just got a playoff contention, man, and everybody started loading the box. So we even we still pick Lashawn McCoy after y'all here paying for prostitutes, girlfriend say he got a little meat. It just he had a bad offseason. Yeah, he can play to, football. Women, I'm women's only party. Hey, he's off the field thing. He can play football. Let's put all that out. The boy can play football. I ain't talking about all that personal stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah, Ray Ray Lewis did you got one Gans? back and won a Super Bowl. So I mean, him fucking around in the office. We missed Gans on the pick, his first pick. No, he no, said he, he, said, he, said, he said Antonio Brown. Um, um, I forgot what Charles. Oh, I'm like a, who to stay away from? If yeah, you was playing fantasy football, who would you stay away from? If I was playing fantasy football, don't say Brandon Cooks. I already said that too. You said, wow. You say stay away from Brandon Cooks? Stay away from Brandon Cooks. And then they don't got nobody. The I, I kind of agree with that, though. I think Brandon Cooks yeah, is going to be Randy Moss level. No, no. The Patriots, they throw the ball he around He's going to be a vertical threat. That's what I'm saying. But he's he's got the ball to everybody, easy. though. He twists Yeah, awesome. they spread the ball way too much. Yeah, to it's too easy. He got too many options. And it's grunt. It really is a grunk offense, bro. It's a grunk offense for sure, but I think it's just going to be too easy, man. I think that seeing him out on the outside blowing past people, Tom ain't going to have no choice but to put it up. Okay, let's kind of let's kind of switch. Okay, so. Randy Moss. <laughs> Haas, go with um, – can you say the sleeper team with the 49ers? Who do you see the two teams in the Super Bowl right now? I want everybody to get a Super Bowl prediction right now. Damn. Right crazy. now on the spot. The NFC tough, <laughs> to be honest. We all kind of yeah. – I feel like y'all – unless y'all stupid, we all know who's going to be in the AFC. Yeah. Still it. Hmm. 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 Maybe somebody in the room is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm going to start off – I'm going to go with – um. Okay, what do I think? I mean, the Patriots, they got the easiest road there. I would like yep. to see the Steelers there, but I'm going to go Patriots-Seahawks uh, rematch from a few years ago. Seahawks. Go Hawks. I want Gans to go next. I'll go next. Patriots. <laughs> I'm going to have the Patriots for sure. I couldn't really. It down, nah. I don't got nobody in MC, bro. Niggas <laughs> dead. Niggas do suck, bro. Fuck in the Patriots, bro. Just give me one thing, bro. Patriots. Hedging bets. All right, Haas, who you got? Bill Belichick. I feel like he might take my other team. Haas, who you got? I lost in a championship before. And I'm going to just put that out there. And there is nothing worse than getting humiliated in a championship. I would rather lose any other way. Then get eliminated on the grandest stage in the most so embarrassing fashion. I am picking the Falcons to go back to the mm. Super Bowl. Oh Versus? Shit. I feel like the AFC is harder to pick. I mean, the two headed monster is Pittsburgh and New England, and I'm going to ride there. But I still think New England has an edge. They have a the super team right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, it's hard to disagree. And, with they, and they probably the weakest division, well, the second weakest division. Yeah, of football. Yeah, they got six wins guaranteed. So. Yeah. Yes. This is a super team. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Be nice, yeah. like all super teams. That's weird. Well, uh, I right, was the, the Patriots. <laughs> I give you because I was a little kid and they just was the best team. So you know, at that point, you just like winning. But the Warriors, let's not be joking here. I was a fan of Warriors before all, all this. Yeah, let's go be nice. But uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to ruffle a little feathers with this. You know, I wanted the obvious matchup to be Patriots-Cowboys, but with no Zeke, we're not going to see that more than likely because Dan McFadden going to get hurt and Des Bryant going to get hurt. Yeah, the situation just looked kind of iffy with the Cowboys to me. So I'm, I'm going to ruffle a few feathers with this one, and I know I was, like one of the players on this team a lot. Uh, I'm going Patriots-Giants. Oh, I don't got no problem with that. Even if even if uh, Ezekiel Elliott was healthy, man, 
They just locked Des Bryant up every time they play a Johnny Norris Jenkins. He put the handcuffs on that boy, man. He sent, got the, the what they say? Marks. They sent him to two catches at eight yards. The receiving corner is crazy. We got Eli is like the jankiest clutch person at this point. You know what I'm saying? He makes a lot of weird things happen when he gets to that point. He don't always get there. When he gets there, he makes stuff happen. So I feel like uh, I'm riding with the Giants, man. Oh, so you said Giants and who? Patriots. Giants? I wouldn't be opposed to the Steelers. The Steelers is my other favorite AFC team. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. But I do feel like the Patriots just with the moves they made. It was almost like, why are people doing this with the Patriots? Like some of the trades that they was pulling off, like why are y'all helping them? The Giants, huh? Niggas going with the Giants. All so right. who is your team? All right. They don't call me hot take offs for nothing. It ain't a real hot take if you don't say the Lions. I'm not going to say the Lions. All right, then it's not a real hot take. I'm going to go Hawks. I'm a do or die Seahawks guy. So I'm going to go Seahawks. And I'm going to go Titans. <laughs> yeah. As we finish, as we do. <laughs> Tennessee, the only 10 I see. And you know, and, that was, and that's my fantasy sleeper pick. Marcus Mariota is my fantasy sleeper guy. I'm, oh my I'm all in on, on Marcus Mariota. I'm all in on, on uh, DeMarco Murray. They were a game out of missing the playoffs last year. Everybody, everybody, my cousin. So hey, everybody's a game out of missing making the playoffs in that division. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a bad division. Yeah. But it's all in. It's it's set for hey, the Patriots in a bad division? Truthfully, they just but a good team. Once they get there, it's not about getting there. It's once Bro, they get there. Everybody from the AFC South, they go get embarrassed as soon as they get in the playoffs. Mm. I I like to see. So it. the Hopefully. Titans gonna be better than the Texans this year. Yes. No. Oh no, yes. not that defense no. on the Texans? No. Oh no. But it's just a two team guy, a two defense guy. A Jadavion Clowney. Secondary is Brian better than Cushy, Tennessee Tennessee. Nah. Is that secondary better? Did they lose the cornerback? No, he came back. All right, well, man, they secondary better. I don't they think so, bro. Better, man. I don't like then they got, got more, they got more weapons at the receiver position. They got DeAndre Fuller. Will Fuller is a is a is a is a pass dropper. Him and Ted Ginn, then they're dropping the most touchdown passes I've ever seen. Will Fuller does remind me of my man from the replacements that was catching the Twinkies and shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going Tennessee. I'm going Marcus Mariota. I'm all in on Mariota. I fuck with Mariota a lot. To the Super Bowl. It was a very respectable team for Sleeper to make the playoffs. To the Super Bowl. Now I think we might need to check you for crack cocaine or something like that. <laughs> the, Lions, the Lions got a better chance of Tennessee to go into the Super Bowl. You see that? We need to go look at them odds in Vegas when we go. We, we go Vegas. to Vegas. We can bet on that. We can bet right now. How much you want to bet Tennessee? I'm not betting. Go- I'm not a betting man. I don't I bet, bet they don't win the division. Matter of fact, and that's, let's go into it like this. Now let's go to the divisions. AFC South, the Houston Texans are going to beat Tennessee. I'm going with Tennessee, of course. He's going with Tennessee. I um, think that... Uh, with the backing of, of whatever Watson can do and then they're receiving core and defense, I got to go with the Texans. Who you got, guys? Texans and Tennessee? Yeah. Texans. Oh, I mean, it's other teams in there, like Haas? the Jaguars we can all go with, or the Cubs. <laughs> no, we go with Haas. Haas, who you got coming out the AFC South? It's ugly any way you look at it, but definitely Texans. Yeah, Texans. Okay, AFC East, of course, everybody here got the Patriots, right? Man. Yeah. Yeah, AFC West. I'm. A, I got Denver. AFC West. Ooh, I got the. I got the Raiders. You got Raiders. Oh, oh wait, matter of fact, I got I the Chargers. Raiders. Shout out to Desmond King. He got the Chargers. Okay. I don't want to talk to him no more. You got who? I got the Raiders. You got the Raiders. I, I mean, I really go with the Raiders. I really go with the Raiders. But <laughs> shout out to Desmond King. No, no. Well, who got Haas? <laughs> you know, this whole conference, any one of these teams can win. Kansas City. 
uh, how can you deny them either, man? Because that, they got a quarterback that's fighting for I his think job. The Chiefs is better than the <laughs> they got a quarterback for fighting for his job. No, Chiefs are better than Chargers. Chiefs are better than Chargers for sure. Chiefs are better than Austin. Come on, man. Chiefs won 11 games last year. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, wait a minute. What receivers is something? You know they don't got receivers, right? They got, they they got no, they got they all Tyreek Hill. They do got Tyreek. How many catches? Tyreek Hill probably didn't even have six hundred yards last season. Probably didn't. I mean, I don't want to know. I think that defense is better. AMC West. Yeah. I'm taking Raiders or the Broncos. I don't know. I got Broncos. You take Oklahoma. I think the Broncos. We don't know about their quarterback. Offense to win it. I think the best quarterback, Derek Carr. If he can stay healthy, they they win the. All right, Derek Carr. All right, so now we're going to go uh, AFC North. I got the um, – Well, I got Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got I the Steelers. Pittsburgh, too. He got I'm, the I'm going with, with Pittsburgh, but I think that the Bengals can make a push for that. Who you got, Huss? I will never root for a team out of Ohio. I don't care. Ever. So I okay. feel you on that because we agree on the Brian situation. So I feel you on that, but I like some of the players that the Bengals just picked up. I, I – but – Okay, I, whatever. Vontez perfect, and that team has always just been way too undisciplined. They feel the talented team, but for some reason they just fuck it up. They fuck it up. I'm definitely going Pittsburgh and by a lot, man. I, I just think Flacco with a back injury is too big of an issue. Yes, did you pick that team? Or he, yeah. Pittsburgh. he said it's okay. All right, so now NFC East. I'm going to uh, Giants. I mean, you, you, we are. I just said this one to the Super Bowl, so we already know mine. Yeah, I'm going to go Giants. I'm going to go Giants, too. Who you got? Uh, you know what? Solidarity. Hey, just to switch it up, I'm going to go Cowboys. See, Lando. No. Like, want to be different. Yeah, man. I'm going to be Cowboys. Man, man, I fuck with that. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Go. I, I, all right. That's why. Cowboys, Cowboys fight for their life to finish third. <laughs> yeah. Yep, they do. Philly. No, I'm gonna go Giants in on that one. Okay, <laughs> so we kind of, we kind of, kind of split in there. All right, NFC West. I'm going Hawks. Yeah, you gotta go Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Let me look at this real quick. It's the Forty Nine Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah, Arizona losing Kalias was stupid. I really wanted to go Cardinals, but I, I just we already established that the Carson his arm gonna be a noodle halfway yeah. through the season, so you can't really even make that bet. He's got a dub. Seahawks. He's got a dud arm. Same. Hawks, too. Hawks. All right, what's the next one? NFC North? That's the last one? It, well, no, we got the South and the North. So, okay. the North, I'm going the Lions, because you got to. I don't even think we, you need to ask nobody in this room unless you got something different to say. I, mean, I already know what he's going to say. You know, I, I'm going to go the Lions, too. Because he picked the Lions over the yeah. Packers in two games. So Actually, I, 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 I did do our predictions. I, I do got the Packers. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. man. You got the Packers. How's I think the Packers. You did. Yeah. I, the, the Packers will. I I would be surprised if the Packers aren't in the NFC Championship game. I kind of agree with that, man. I mean, who you say you got winning? Lions. The Lions. You got it Lions. was a portion of me. I'm picking the Lions to win the division, but it was a portion of me that almost said the Packers as far as going to the Super Bowl. I, listen, I'm gonna say I, we all want the Lions to do great. We all want the Lions to win the Super Bowl, but if we're looking at it realistically, put money on the floor. I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Cooper time. Quinn time. It's a new era, baby. All right, so last but not least, the NFC South. Haas said the Falcons was going to the Super Bowl, so Haas, you going with the Falcons, yep. right? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm going with. Ooh, I, you know what, bro? That's something stupid. 
I really want to go with the Aints on this one. Go but I might have to go with the Panthers, man. Okay. I'm going back to Cam. That's crazy. Me, I'm kind of. He was gonna say something stupid, but I think I'm gonna say the Panthers too. That was, Panthers. You, you can't just say Cam. You have to say Mr. Luke Keekly over there. Hey, you gotta go with Cam yeah, the man. Yeah, I wasn't. Cam think, is the man. You gotta get you, get you, get you, get you. I'm just rocking with that offense, man. They got some weapons now. But the boss of that team is you gonna Falcons again? Yo, Falcons. I'm going Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, hard knocks. I'm going hard knocks. No way. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, dog. They're gonna beat. They already beat the Falcons last year. They beat them in the regular season. Their defense is better than the Falcons defense. I'm, I 100% agree that they will beat someone they are not supposed to beat, but they will not finish anything but fourth in that conference. Ah, oh, bro. I just don't. They got too much talent, bro. They got two And th- so does every other team. You're telling me that Carolina with that defense over there, and then you're going to tell me Adrian Peterson. Let me say, let me say this: Jonathan Stewart is getting older and older. He's going to break down. Chris McCarthy is not going. He's not going to last the season. Calvin Benjamin and Devin Funches they going they going to do their thing. But I think when they let go of uh, Josh Norman. I think that was the end of the like the defensive be getting roasted anyway. No, but still he brought that passion that you know what I'm saying? Like he brought that dog out of the He's guy. a fake tough guy. Yeah, but still, he he still put on the show and that got everybody else to act like that. Fake tough guy, I, I I agree with you, Josh Norman. They from a statistical standpoint, they didn't throw on him. Yeah, bro, this is I mean yeah. that takes away an element of the game. It eliminates percent of the field. Yeah, even, a lot of respect. even if he yeah. was roasted, they didn't complete balls on him. You know, so it is what it is, you know. Right, so, all right. They didn't. He played in Carolina. Right, so, like I said, we got our picks. Um, did we want to? You know, did you want to move on to LeBron? I know you've been itching at this LeBron thing for a while. All right, give us a give us some quick LeBron real quick. Give us some give LeBron. us some LeBron. Hey, real quick, Haas. Oh, I was I was just talking mad stuff today to Orlando. I said, you know, I was making a bold statement that he'll never win a title again. Shout out to Skip Bayless on that one. Um, but you know, 10, 15 years down the road, we'll be talking about him like we do Clyde Drexler. That's a hot take, and, and that's hot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Everyone, let's clap it up for Haas. We had a good one. All right, so I think that's it, though. We got everything, right? I won't say Clyde Drexler, but his prominence probably once he's done will decline. No, this is gonna be second to Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I want to stay. I want to stay on LeBron real quick. All of you cannot convince me right now that he will win another NBA title. I'm not. I'm with you 100. I don't think he should have won the last one that he won. You know, if the NBA hadn't jumped in and, and did what they did, he no, wouldn't have had that. Hey, one. look, they, they they got the title. They got the win. But LeBron is the, he's one of the only players to to lead his team in scoring every single year he's played. But yeah, mean, also backtracks off how people say he doesn't have any talent. You can't have it both ways, Lando. What you mean? How you don't have no talent? Who say he don't have Everybody no talent? Everybody says, though, LeBron went to the finals with the worst team ever. He never has as much yeah, talent. That, that, that was the worst team ever. Twice! That was the worst team ever. won Philadelphia? Yeah. Yes. yes. Stop talking. Yes, Come on, man. That defense. Philly played defense. The Philly team yeah, had, had, had Matumbo. Matumbo was 39 years old, he Lando. He was like a top two big man in the East. Because yeah, the East been at you proving all my the East the East been ass and LeBron been coasting. He been coasting. He had Booby Gibb in that team. Man, in that team that he beat in Detroit, they had Chris Webber with broken no, no. down knees. Where eighty four? No, no, no. Who the fuck was eighty four? 
Antonio McDice, Antonio McDice got like kicked out the game or some shit like so, that exactly. earlier in the game. We didn't still, have Ben Wallace. He still scored. He still scored. Ben Wallace. He still scored like twenty something points in a row. They couldn't do nothing. It was bad coaching. That's my favorite LeBron moment ever. That's what I'm saying. I can't take that away from. And it was janky. No, it wasn't janky, man. Hey man, I was in. I'm gonna give y'all a hot take right now. I was in the elevator with Tayshawn Prince's mama, and she told me how to boil the disc in his back. He wasn't supposed to be playing during Ron, that playoffs. Ron did that to him. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. That's what you do. You checking somebody 260 yeah, pounds. Yeah, you checking somebody, they let get away with offensive fouls and running into what, you all What NBA, games. what the superstar, they don't let get away with offensive all right, fouls. All right, so all right. We, we, we got we to finish, we gotta finish up. We got to finish up. So, Haas, bro. We're going to have to have you back on again for another LeBron take. We might even make a whole separate podcast just so we can talk shit about LeBron and drop it like on a Sunday or something. Is that cool with you, bro? Right. I, it, it's, I will do this anytime you guys hit me up, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No problem. Hey, and we really appreciate you getting on here. I really appreciate you because I'm sick of these niggas uh, gargling LeBron nuts, so it's nice Ooh, to hear somebody. This is nuts. You, keep you associated with Austin, so you gargling too. Yeah. No, he got bro, the right nut, you got the left. See, no, I keep it fair with LeBron. And send it in and, and, and make sure you share people with the, uh, with the cast, bro. Appreciate you, huh? Yep. Anytime, man. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA right now. That's <laughs> um, So, this week for overrated or underrated, I don't have an overrated because I want to spend a lot of time on um, something that's been kind of close to my heart um, that I've been focusing on. I know a couple weeks ago I started telling you guys that I was doing this no meat thing, um, clean eating, um, trying to, you know, just better myself all around. Um, and in my journey and my research and stuff, uh, I've, I've began to research about mental health. And I just wanted to touch on that today about how underrated mental health is, man. How someone that's been through a depression, a depressive state in my life, um, I just wanna reassure everybody, you know, that mental health is something serious and it needs to be taken care of. Um, and that's underrated, my underrated for the week. Um, having a positive attitude and just training your mind and get rid of negative thoughts and bad vibes and self-doubt, stuff like that. I think we, especially as black people um, and black men more specifically, we're trained to, to just deal with stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just part of life. You, you, can, you, can, you can have fucked up things happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Just get over it type of stuff. And then we, we, we don't deal with it. it. We go and live with it day by day so much that these bad vibes and the negativity and, you know, et cetera, um, it, just, it just starts to consume us. And the simple, matter, the simple fact of the matter is our thoughts become our reality and our attitude becomes who we are. And what I mean by saying that is, you can think that you're in the worst situation and everyone else is doing better than you and you'll, you'll think it's so much that your mind is trained to only think and to only acknowledge when these bad things happen to you. Only acknowledge when someone else has an accomplishment and not yourself. Disregarding all of your own accomplishments and uh, disregarding your own blessings. And the actual reality of it is, you're blessed every day. Every day you have at least 10 new things to be grateful for, no doubt about it. The actual reality of it is, the person you saw on Instagram and shit that you became so obsessed with that you put them over you and you seen them with the, with the crazy Gucci shoes and the crazy this and that, they only last $20, but you don't know that because your actual reality has become that you, you this person is better than you and you got the worst luck and, and I don't got no money, this nigga with the Gucci shoes got crazy money, but you don't know that. And that brings me to my next point and my last point actually. Um, I believe that the first and most important step in becoming um, mentally aware and um, more in tune with your mental health is that you gotta show God gratitude. You gotta show gratitude to yourself as well. 
Um, if you want more for yourself and if you want more from God, the answer isn't to dwell in what you don't have, it's to dwell in what you do have. So I challenge the listeners, the people amongst me right now, to be more grateful for what you have. Um, I know something that I've, I've done in doing this, um, this clean eating and you know cl cleansing my mind and cleansing my soul and things like that I've, that I've been doing this uh, as of lately. Um, every time I think of something bad, I think of something good that I can be grateful for. And I guarantee, I guarantee you, you can take this from me. Every time you do, if you do that, every time you have a better mood, you have a better attitude about the stuff that you're, you know, um, that you're going through and stuff like that. Um, and not only that, but let's think of God as a person for a second. God sees, you know, his homeboy struggling. He's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you this $20. And his boy's like, man, I can't live off this $20, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to need more than $20. What the fuck am I going to do with $20 type shit, right? And we're thinking of God as a man. So the next time, he's like, hey, God, I need $20. You're like, bro, you didn't even you didn't even appreciate the $20 I just gave you, so I'm going to give you $20 more. Just thinking of it in a, in a sense like that, you have, to, you have to put yourself in a realm of just being grateful for everything that you have and you will receive more. That once you become more grateful and once you, you become more grateful for what you have, you have to not only become grateful in your words, but you have to become more grateful in your actions as well. You can pray, you know what I'm saying, pray and tell God that I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for this a, a hundred times, but God doesn't answer prayers of repetition. He only answers actions. You know what I'm saying? You, you'll see that it's not only when you when you show God with your actions that you're grateful. You'll see you'll see that you start getting more. You don't you don't have to like you know what I'm saying just keep saying it and things like that. It's it's, it's written in the Bible. He he knows what you need. I mean, it's not until you start making it happen um, with that twenty dollars that God gave you that you're gonna get twenty more dollars. And that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave off with that. <clears throat> I gotta yeah I agree with that Gans most definitely. And that's real talk because like. Above all things, like gratitude is, especially, in the, I used to read this old book, but gratitude was pretty much the, the main teaching of how to live a happy and vibrant life. And until you become thankful for things that you already have and what you, what you already know, like that's the only way you can really like become appreciative and, and, and really live. Because you, once, you, once you understand and take great thanks and things that are already around you, your life will multiply in times never before. You'll be able to appreciate everything way more when you appreciate just having the menial things. Yeah. So I'm all in on that idea, bro. For sure, for sure. I think also backtracking on the mental health, one of the things that people in the black community especially have to comprehend is that strength is not doing something by yourself. You have to be open to asking for assistance and understanding that you might need help because I think that was one of the issues I had for a long time in my life was comprehending that, you know, just having an idea to strength for something that you did everything alone. You don't have to be that way. So you can yeah, ask for help sure. and be open to that too. Oh yeah, definitely deep. Like, uh, like I said, I went through similar things like mentally, but like you said, you gotta be, uh, you gotta just be grateful for everything you got and thank God for every day, you, your health and your living and you know, uh, the people around you, you know, so you definitely got to be uh, thankful for that. So, yeah, that was very, very, very good. What's that, bro? <coughs> <laughs> All right. And so, uh, segment, I'm going to just go for the Who's Mans of the Week. My uh, Who's Mans of the Week is Nazis. Because <laughs> we don't know who the fuck man's them. I didn't even know they still were around. That I didn't know. That I didn't was like yeah. Secret that like that, popped out. That was some shit. Yeah, like that was some some Hydra shit. Like that shit was kept under wraps for years. I thought Nazis was been gone, but apparently Nazis are back. So who's back of the week is also Nazis. And uh, 
I'm not all in with that. So I don't know who. Apparently, white people are Nazis. So <laughs> that's whose man's Nazis are. But they not my man's. And kind of Donald Trump's man. So that's I what mean, we can make a broad statement on that. I don't, we ain't never seen no black or Mexican Nazis. That's strictly a white thing. So yeah. We can make that statement. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm hailing. I know whose man's Nazis are. It's white people's Nazis. So hey, cool. yeah. Also, this might be my first whose man's. But who's man's is these fucking Satanists? Did y'all see them Satanists at the rallies too? They pulled up. It was like they just came out of nowhere. Like damn, they all dressed up in all blacks and shit, doing the little Satanist. Hey, you know, I gotta say something. Like they said something weird. No, too. let me say something about that because for, in order for them to have rallies, like the state got to get them a permit. So hey, thing is, hold on, that is that is crazy that it, they got. When a I permit. heard the permit was snuck in by somebody who no, didn't let them know who. No, they knew that in advance because the universe, the president of the University of Virginia, told everybody do not go out. And stuff, but they knew that was coming. And my man's shout out to Humphrey. I'm be on his podcast Monday, but he told me that he like he working intelligence. He already told people, hey, you know, Charlottesville will be dangerous. Don't go there. Yeah, like, and another thing about that topic, I want to talk about. And whose man's is this? This can go on. I ain't want to make it run this long, but them niggas was out there with their faces out. I think that's the scariest part of all things that they, they act like they don't gotta go to work the next day. Like them yeah. niggas don't give a fuck about their job. They don't give a fuck about who's seen them. There was a couple them. of them that was that was masked up, but it, that was the minority oh, of the group. Yeah. Oh, I got another who's man's mine was the Satanist, but Christopher Cantwell too, man. What the fuck, the dude that was like making that rant about how he was ready for violence and this and that. Um, he was that if people are gonna come to these rallies, they can expect violence. And then when he gets when when the FBI is on his ass about a gun in a video, he makes another video. Like two weeks later, might not even been two weeks later. It's damn near a week later, and he's fucking sobbing like dog ass sob story. Like we're we're peaceful people. Like we're we're going to these rallies and we're promoting peace. Like nah, neo Nazis, KKK, they pussy. They scared of everything. They scared of black people. They scared of minorities. They scared of aliens. They saw in a lot of the pictures. It was called fuck aliens. Yeah, they bitches. Black people in front of you can see the fear in their pussies. Fuck neo Nazis. Fuck the new Nazis. I challenge you. If you a neo Nazi, I challenge you to box them. Match. If you listen to this, or oh, you know a neo Nazi. I challenge him too because I want to whoop a neo Nazi's ass. I feel like this has to be said. We are an anti Nazi podcast. You just gotta let the people know that. And we'll whoop your ass if you're a neo Nazi. Yeah, we'll fuck with that. So. In my cleansing, I have trying to practice nonviolence, but you just asshole. I mean, niggas do wrong shit every day. I blow your shit <laughs> just because you, 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 you just we all sin. <laughs> You're right. You just got asshole. Oh, even on my shout out with both sides, let's not see both sides of neo Nazism. Let's keep yeah. that on one side. Both hands. <laughs> <laughs> right, good level. All right, B. Uh, so our top five. Uh, yeah, we can get into that. You know, top five is gonna now be a recurring segment. We we top five in, you know we got the overrated, underrated. Who's man's? Still we're still waiting on Lando to come up with something. That's coming. Well, Lando's a lot of conversation. So. TV. Yeah. Okay. Well, TV is going to be his segment from now. Oh, I've done that the last few weeks. Yeah. So got we that broke in. Uh, but top five is going to be a recurring thing, man. It's it's easy and and great to always put things in rankings. That's something that I like to do in my own head. So just bringing it to everybody else is a cool thing. This week we're going to be doing top five. Shoe lines, not signature lines, but just shoes in general. So top five shoes it doesn't really have to be from your childhood. Just any shoes that you enjoy over the history of your life. All right, who'd like to go first? Well, I think Lando should go first since he has a shoe model in in studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first. Then I'll go first. Oh, yeah. I mean, about me, but yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite my favorite shoes. Like bad said. radio. Yeah, bad radio. Bro, they can't see. Yeah, but these are the uh, the Vicks. Um, I want to say these the big threes. The big threes. The big threes. The big twos. The whole line is uh, one of my favorites. Um, 
every day, like you probably see me in the uh, Air Max Griffies. That's I, another one. No, it's going to power rank them. So one through five. They don't have to be in a, in a order of best. Yeah. You know what okay. Top five. Yeah, so, so yeah, top five. five. Okay, so yeah, like I said, the victories, um, Air Max Griffies, uh, the Jordan 13s, Air Force Ones, and... Very Detroit of you. Yeah, yeah, very Detroit. And number five, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Deion Sanders. Ooh, speed turf specific. Diamond yeah. turf or speed turf? Because he said speed turf. I said speed turf, but diamond, diamond, diamond turf is diamond speed turf, turf is Dan Marino. Yeah, diamond turf. All right. One or two. Yeah, got, oh, we, got, we need some, we need some yeah. specifics here. And looks would be a six. I've been hearing this about you, man. But you looks. I don't know where they got them looks. All right, so who, who going next? Uh, okay, I'll go. I'm gonna go Air Jordan three first. Um, Elephant Print. Man, if y'all know me, that's bro, historic. If y'all know me, uh, I wish I would have never sold my threes. But if if y'all know me, y'all know I sold my threes. <laughs> A lot of my threes. Um, but two, I'm gonna go pennies, man. I fucking love pennies. Specific. Bro. Specific. Um, penny ones, actually. All right. Uh. And I'm gonna go three Air Force Ones, mm. and then I see that coming. I fuck with Air Force One. Hot top or low top? Hot top for sure. Low top, that's, high that's top. Different. I think low he top. fuck with the low top. Uh, Lando, said, Lando low top. You said high top. That's why I said I didn't see it coming because when I feel like the prominence in the city, it's not high tops. Yeah. Like I the statement the, is always the low tops. I fuck with the high tops. More specifically, my wheat. I love those. My damn my favorite. Those are nice. It's nice. Um, four. I'm gonna go Air Jordan Six, mm. and then. Five. I want to throw a screwball, but something is telling me to just keep it in my roots. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go after you because I want to save Austin's left fly. He's gonna have the, the the most versatility. Okay. Um. Five. I'm gonna go. Air Jordan. Eleven. Oh, that's a good one, bro. Fuck I thought you was gonna go seven. That's a cop out. No, that is a cop out. It's a cop out for sure, but I, it's a good it's, one though. Cause you gotta stay true. You gotta stay true yourself. You, you can't lie, but it's, <laughs> it's a cop out. Um, I, for me personally, I'm gonna start it out with probably the most random shoe that's gonna be listed is the BB4 Shocks, which is Vince Carter shoe. Yeah, I'm it's actually one of my favorite shoes. I actually fucked up my pair trying to jump over like a huge mud pile. I ended up waist deep. So, you know. Wait, what do those look like? Are those the. Oh, bad radio, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to show Gans the shoes. Yeah, that reaction, they know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, no, oh, that was like a, oh. That's yeah, they, they're, 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 they're very dated. They're very dated. Yeah, they are. Oh, they're very dated. Look, all right, if you don't know what these look like, just go to your My Player when you first play a game. Look, man, they look like your <laughs> They're the better version of Dada. I was about to say, they look just like Dada. Except without Rupert Woodgrain. Hey, like you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to be a segment a couple weeks away from now. We're going back in time. But right now, we're talking about our favorites. This is my one of my favorites. I was a lot of childhood memories for me, man. I was a big Vince Carter fan at the time. Uh, next, I'm going to go Air Jordan 6, which is one again is also on his list. After that, I'm going 13. By who knows me, the, the he got games are the shoes that really got me into sneakers. That movie in general, it's a lot of classic sneakers there that we saw. Not only from Rallin himself as Jesus Shuttlesworth as his father had a lot of classic kicks. His cousin and the other people played on the, the team with him that were actually pro players as well. They had a lot of classic kicks. So that that movie really catapulted me into gym shoes. Uh, Air Max 90s. One of my favorites is a classic kick. I'm not really big on, on Air Force Ones, especially when I say that. I mean, like the low tops, because 
as a kid, the, the high tops are kind of weak. Like, I don't really remember anybody wearing them. But in Detroit, it's very prominent to wear Air Force Ones, and I'm not knocking them. I actually didn't get my first pair until I was 19. My father forced me to buy them. But I just always wanted to be different. So Air Max 90s was my way of having a low-top shoe that was still casual, clean, but it was different. So at my middle school, everybody wore Air Force Ones, which was a prominent thing, like I said. And I just wanted to be different with the Air Max 90s. And uh, going also on the same lane as same lane as Gans, a little bit different though. The pennies, but I'm a penny two guy myself, so you know. But the penny ones is a nice model. I just prefer the penny twos. So that's my my top five. Penny ones. Wait, so what was it? The Vince Carter's, the, the BB BB four shots, Jordan six sixes, thirteens, Air Max nineties, and the penny twos. Oh, all right. Penny ones was my first shoe. And just for a list, oh we have no Adidas out here yet, so that's why I think I yeah. want to say Austin. All right, so if I had to go number, well, it's no ranking for us. So if I had to go one, it'd probably be a, the Air Jordan one. I think I like that shoe the most. Well, not the most, but that's. Oh, I'm sick. I left that one on. Yeah, I, I actually was sneaking and looking at your list <laughs> where you had Air Force One. I thought it said Air Jordan one. Yeah. So all right, that's a steal. See, all right, so I'm gonna go Jordan ones first. Number two. Mm. I have to go Kobe sixes, and I'm surprised Gans didn't say that neither. I was that was gonna be my number five, but I I couldn't do it. I had, I had to, go, to go 11s. Kobe sixes number three. I'm gonna go Easy Boost 350, not the V twos, just the originals. I, I, those were sweeter to me. It's real sweet. Mm -hmm. Number four. I'm gonna have to go Air Max 95s. I love 95s, hey, bro. Hey, shout out to me for blessing us with, with the Dornbeckers. They're my favorite. I didn't even wear them no more because it's too my, too my favorite. <laughs> too much of my favorite. And then Shaking I'm, my head at me for selling so many shoes in high school. Man. I actually would have put those on my list, but I only had one pair in my life, and I didn't really like the pair that much that I had. But as a model, I, it probably is in my top and, five. And see, and this is my last number five. I have to go Air Jordan 8s. Mm, that would Over. be on my list too. See, so many shoes to, to narrow it down to five. Yeah, right? that's what you got to. That's what we asking. I we need the five. Because I wanted, I wanted to go. The thing I left out. I'm gonna go with what I left out. I left out Kobe sevens. I left out LeBron eights and LeBron nines. Mm. And I also left out speed turfs. And I left out uh, Griffey's. I, I love Griffey. Griffey won. I think that that's the the only things that I left out would have been uh, some of the Jordans. Possibly, I'm I'm a big fan of threes as well. Also like sevens. And definitely the Griffies, you know, all three of us were locked in on the Griffey release dates when they were first getting high. And then I also like the Diamond Turf tools as well. So that's another model that I felt like I probably would have put in mind too. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't, you know. Yeah. I really, really want the, the, the uh, is it the Zeros, the Air Max Zeros, the original one that came out, I really, really like. But ever since then, it's just been like, Terrible colorways, and they really haven't done it too much. Oh, yeah, the Air Max Zero do kind of suck. Yeah, they, the first one that they released was sweet, and then after that, it was just like, we just gonna make this the everyday shoe, and now they got them cheap, and it's, it just looks real Ooh, And I was, I shoes I didn't leave off the show was Harachis. I don't like Harachis. Everybody like Harachis. I'm not all in on them, motherfuckers. Mm. You ain't gotta put this in, but I, that's some, just some shit I want to tell y'all. I don't like them bitches mm. like that. You're not that sweet to me. Press those are sweet I got one pair, yeah. I got press, I'll fuck with Press I got one pair of Harachis, and I had one in the work. Yeah. No, no I'm fucking. And I got the utilities. It's not even the ones that everybody works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, and and if you got a list, please tweet us y'all list of top fives. And then, did you any last calls? Did you want to say something real quick? Yeah, just for the TV segment, man. The Defenders uh, just came out tonight, so uh, definitely go watch that. You know, that's um, that's what's up. This weekend is gonna be a big weekend on HBO. Big big power weekend. So uh, uh -huh. yeah, it's gonna that be brought me back. Shout out to Fifty Cent. He yeah. admitted that he leaked the show. 
So shout out to him. Oh, he and did? The ratings did go up. He said that he leaked it. Well, you know, 50 is a joking person. So he could have been joking, but he alluded to the fact that said that Power and Star should be happy that I leaked the fucking show because the ratings went up by 10%. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it was dwindling. So, you know. But well, that's just, you know, this time of year. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's a few shows. I feel like it was Star's fault anyways because they didn't want to, you know, give up them extra episodes. So we had a lot of fans. And I've been hearing this from a lot of people like TV. Several of my uncles and family members all were saying that power is kind of dwindling. And shout out to Lando because a lot of people was fucking with Snowfall. Yeah. Uh, so the wave on that is getting pretty big. So, you know, shout out to him for putting me on that. Well, you know, we collectively started to watch that and then us just being able to branch that off to a bunch of other people. But people are trying to put that over power at this point, which I'm not necessarily ready for because power is four seasons. Yeah, yeah Snowfall not, not is looking amazing. Snowfall is looking good, but they said power, they got to get better at the writing. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. Uh, TV is going to be a, a big fight um, on the 19th, too, Terrence Crawford. So uh, all the belts are on the line. So we no, see Shout out to the Williams household because yeah. this is where I come watch all my fights. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this about Snowfall, too. I love the show, and I love, like I said in my, in my underrated last year, I mean last year, last week, I wish we'd been around for a year, but um, last week I said I liked the show a lot, and I like how they show all the different areas, but I don't really like the Mexican side of it. Like, I think it's going to get better. They, it's, it's like, well, it's almost like, what the fuck are y'all even doing in the show? No, they really need to be in the show, because a lot of that came from that door, definitely during that period. No, I, I'm understanding, I, I understand that part, like, yeah. they, they, they got to deal with the Russian and everything, yeah, but it's yeah. like, they, they, their story in the show. It's, 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 gonna, it's I think it's, it got kind of flat. It's yeah. gonna develop. It's gonna develop. It's gonna develop. I, I, feel, yeah, it, I it get what you say, and right now it kind of feels like it's being forced. Yeah, but that's why I say it's like, what the fuck? It's, y'all doing? it's, it's like a necessary evil. Yeah, like it, it's, it's necessary. They're gonna have to kick it up. I mean, yeah. and it's almost, I don't want to spoil nothing, but I'm not gonna say. But yeah, what are the, what are Mexicans doing in the show? Yeah, am I? So hopefully we'll kick up. Then then all three sides will be lit because the DA side of it is lit. And what's his name side of it? Yeah. Uh, the black dude. Yeah, he, right. his shit, his shit lit too. His shit the most lit. Yeah, shout out to his uncle with the Jericho. Bro, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> one of my favorite characters. That made me think when I seen his uncle with that Jericho, I'm like, wow, grown men was really walking around with their hair looking like that. Nah, fuck, like, fuck the hair. His choice of outfits was ridiculous. The, the see-through, like, satin jersey. I mean, that was, that was the style. That's not gangsta. Why was that was the style. I wonder if we gonna look back at our style and be like, why I look back at what I used to wear and be like, man, what was I thinking about? But that's just the style back then, you know? Anybody back in the 80s. There might come a time where I feel like we think, damn, our pants was kind of tight. Okay, when I was a kid, I'd be like, yeah, let me say this. That's Lando. That's Lando. Yeah, I look at my stuff, I'm like, oh my goodness, I like a fool. But all the, for like my boy Al, who grew up in the 80s, and he swear that he was just a straight gangster. I know you had the Jerry Curl. I seen the picture. I seen you dance. And two in the club too, the Prince. So don't even act like you were just hey, a gangster. The gangsters love Prince. From yeah, that's my what dad said. would not let you say anything negative about. Prince. Hey Jack, y'all all like Prince and Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie and the Commodores. Y'all all love them. So uh, stop acting hey, on. Shout out to the Commodores. I fuck with the Commodores. Yeah, Commodores. One thing I was gonna say that our generation probably gonna look back. I didn't have a nappy fro, but niggas who had nappy fros, y'all gonna look back at yourselves like, why the fuck was I walking out? And why was my the seventies? Like we got pictures that everybody had fros. No, I'm talking yeah. about the nappy fro these days. Oh no, they showed the nappy too. It just went crazy. At least they watch that shit. No, the y'all know about the stringy fro. Y'all, yeah, yeah the stringy, the stringy fro. The, no, but that's what I'm saying. It, that's 
because the texture, because it's dry. The niggas in the seventies, they didn't comb their shit, but they washed it at least. They just ain't do nothing to it; just let it grow. Yeah. But I feel like I really liked the nappy fro, man. I, I felt like I was one of the uh, one of the first people that really was on it. But unfortunately, my father's like really a neat freak, and he kept like Steve Harvey and my shit. I really wanted the nappy fro before it was hot. I had one. I couldn't. I look back on myself now and was like, No, nah, I mean like in tenth grade before niggas was. Hey, nobody was really fucking with it. That's what I wanted my hair to be. And my dad just kept evening my shit out on the sides. And was I'm glad you Steve Harvey. Good, good looks. I didn't. I, I had the Steve Harvey. You know, it was just not good. It was which not is, a good thing. Which is probably not even. It's you know, much better. But it's not a positive thing at all. And that's it. And that's what the motherfuckers in the barbershop talk about. Yeah. Fucked up hair because <laughs> we a fucking barbershop. And that's Bitch. it. Yeah. No, and that's it. So all right, that's that's the episode. Shout out to the waves in here. Shout a hey, like I said. This matter of fact, that's our new. We're not the coolest podcast. We're the most rape waviest. Waviest. Oh yeah. And if you listen to this, if you subscribe to our uh, SoundCloud, screenshot it and send it to me, Young Gans, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and I will send you a do rag. We send you a do rag. So that way, if you listen to all the way through. screenshot it and send your waves to Austin. Yeah, oh, hey. You got waves. To Austin. Austin to send you two do rags. Hey, you send me uh, you send me a picture of your waves in your grease. I'll give you all the do rags in the world. And if he got some fubu grease right here, he gave you some fubu grease. I'm a for you, by you, all right? <laughs> and so uh, I think that's it. That's it. That was a good episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Peace out. Love you guys. This the D. You gotta be prepared for retaliation. Hunting round choppers waiting to tear off these niggas' faces. Meanwhile, it's hot. The block's still pumping. Can't blow loud in one house like it ain't nothing. Niggas mad because we got a bag. Perrier out the bottle. Fuck a champagne glass. Sketch this thing raised. Yeah, this what we living like. This motherfucker bold, but we still enjoying life. I punched up an Uber, and when it came near, I transported 20 bows to Houghton from Lanfear. Niggas ain't moving work like us this year rare bagging up zips sipping rolls nigga no bel air fresh like prince cause i got cash quick to throw a bitch out like uncle phil did jazz pockets on ashley banks check out these bands serve food like jeffrey ice doing the carlton dance miss sent the nice amount of blues out of state and when the money made it back we had jay addicts for state prezi on his wrist ice buffs on his face when that money touched down we gotta celebrate split up with mitch around seven or eight he say he got some hoes for us hit my line i'm on you later detroit niggas sell drugs in no place so if you disrespect us you getting shot in the face period